Hello and welcome to Say When, a geeky podcast, episode 13, Star Wars News and Notables episode. I'm Sally. And I'm Melissa. And I'm Frankie. How is everyone doing tonight? Well, other than feeling like I wasted, what, an hour and a half, two hours of my life this weekend by watching the Happy Time Murders, um, I'm doing okay. Don't waste your money on that movie. It was we'll terrible. We'll get there. We'll get there. So you had a terrible movie experience. I did. Yeah. For once, okay. like, like every episode we've ever recorded, I've had like positive things to say about almost every movie we've ever watched. This is not one of them. Wow. Okay. By the way, it is, what, the 5th or so of September, the 4th of September, so we've just come out of a long Labor Day weekend. Frankie, what did you do this weekend? I saw you had a beer or two. I did have a beer or two. Hung out with friends. Uh, nice. Kind of a chill weekend. I live I live uh, at the northern side of the Mason-Dixon line. I live in, you know, Virginia, and uh, we just started school, so... You know, where a lot of places have started school before Labor Day. So my day was the first day of work, first day of the kids at school. So we had a chill weekend where we just hung out, drank some beer, glide. Yeah. I had to go to work today for the first time. In a while. In a while after a long hiatus. And there's nothing like first week of school teacher tired. It is. It was awesome. <laughs> it was great to be back. I was like, you know, like I haven't been. I was telling somebody I haven't taught in an American classroom in 15 years. Wow. 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 That's craziness. That is craziness. Well, I had a crazy day today. Um, But we've been back in school for, this is week three, so I've settled into the groove. But um, I'm going to have some students who hate me as of uh, today. But that's okay. That's my job. And, um, yeah, it's just, um, some things you just don't see coming. That's all I can say. Some things you just cannot see coming as a teacher. So today was one of those days. I just didn't see it coming at me, (laughs) but, um, welcome back after a long weekend. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I mean, my face is sunburned, but other than that, we're all good. We're all good. So, anyway. All right. So, Melissa, you, you went to the movies while I was floating on a pontoon boat. And I'm getting yeah. the feeling you didn't like it. No, no. Um, so, I went... For those of you who don't know, I am now in South Carolina. Yay! Down Sorry. the road a piece from Sally. Um, but I did go back to Georgia for the weekend and hung out with some friends and did a little work and watched the Happy Time Murders um what a waste of money and my time um it just fell really flat the funniest parts of the movie were in the previews so if you watch the previews you got the best part um and i literally could have just fallen asleep during this movie super boring wow not at all impressed so So you're saying on a scale of one to five it was a zero yeah Pretty much. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. I mean, I really like Melissa McCarthy, too. So, it's kind of sad. And I was really looking forward to seeing it because it looked hilarious in the previews, but not so much. In practice. So, so if you disagree, if you've seen the movie and you disagree, let me know. But I have to agree with Rotten Tomatoes for once. Usually, I look at Rotten Tomatoes like, okay, if they don't like it, then it probably is an awesome movie because these people have weak stomachs and they can't handle like adult content but um no it was just really bad 
and Rotten Tomatoes was right. Well, so, I, I mean, I know you're, you say it fell really flat. Is it, did it have potential? Like, did yeah, you, there was so much potential, but the writers just really dropped the ball on this one. Hmm. Okay, Frankie, did you have... It was predictable. Too predictable. Oh, just boy. too formulaic. <laughs> uh, I like that, like, when I saw the preview, I was the same thing. I like Melissa McCarthy. Um, I thought it was going to be a great movie. You just got to it before I did. It did, and it listened to you think about it. It made me think of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, though, a little bit, when you brought in, like, a, an alternate world into mm-hmm. the real world and you mm-hmm. you know made it you know a muppet all of a sudden becomes a killer mm-hmm. like you know all of a sudden a cartoon i was like you know and then as you're talking as you talk about i was like wow that kind of reminds me of this is this just hollywood being completely out of ideas and they've sort of stripped out something of you know an old concept from 20 something years ago Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now, wasn't Roger, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, wasn't that, like, widely acclaimed? I mean, people really liked it, that. It's like, it was. It was, it was a, you know, how's this, I, you know, the 20-year-ago version, or 25 years ago, I enjoyed it. It was a funny movie. Um, But, like, you know, as you're talking, I was like, wow, really? Did they just take the Muppets and is that what they, because is, was it like that? I didn't, like, I didn't see this movie, but... Uh, I don't know. I guess times, good. it wasn't even that good, but I guess times have also changed. So maybe, you know, there's a different expectation of what we're going to see when we go to the theater these days. And I just, yeah, no. Well, I mean, some stuff just doesn't age well. Like, I, I think we'd have to see who framed Roger Rabbit to decide if it aged well or not. But it doesn't, it doesn't sound like this is going to age well at all because it doesn't sound like it's very good. But then again, I've seen some terrible movies that have become just cult classics. And I'm wondering if this is going to wind up being in sort of that. This wasn't even a Sharknado. Oh, it's not even Sharknado. It's not Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Right. It should have, I mean, it it wasn't. Yeah. There's no comparison. It just wasn't. I don't know. Prove not me wrong. Star- yeah, not Starship Troopers with the crazy no. dogs. No, oh, wasn't. Troopers. Wasn't a cult classic. Bad enough to be that good. It was just bad. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Oh gosh. So I don't want to spoil it for anybody because well, this is not <laughs> you about happy time murders. So if you want to waste your money, go right ahead. Oh my god. But <laughs> I just no. Just wish you hadn't done that, huh? Yeah, yeah. I could have done so many other things with that two hours of your life. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, um, we were uh, having a little bit of a uh, fun uh, brainstorming session, and we actually took some pictures for our Facebook page, and after much angst, I think we've decided on a picture to put on our Facebook page of us, maybe as our banner. Um, Did we decide? I thought we decided on um, the compromise photo. Um, and because Frankie has vetoed the one that makes us both smile because he looks a bit surprised in that picture. <laughs> And it is just seriously the only photo that Melissa and I like of ourselves. And then he's like, nope. <laughs> so, um, 
No, I think there was a compromise photo that that I can actually live with and not and live with and never forgive you sort of way. Um, and it was one of the ones I think you suggested. I'm not sure though. I'll go All right, back. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. So yeah, we'll have a new photo up soon of yeah. the same wind crew. Yeah. So you can put faces to voices if that's your jam. Um, we did want to talk about for our meat and potatoes section today, um, some Star Wars news that's come out and then just upcoming, we discussed some topics that we are going to touch on in future podcasts. And one of them is Battlestar Galactica and Frankie and I are working our way through the seasons on Amazon. Hey, have per you, my request. Yes. Per <laughs> Melissa's request. Frankie, have you had any um, luck getting any further down the road with that one or no? You know, I'm still yeah, still in process. I, I'm enjoying it because, like I said, I uh, I watched the original as a child. Um, it's funny because you know your your memories, right? You're trying to put your memories together, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, the things they're bringing in that make it original. I I, I am enjoying it mm-hmm. so far. Um, it's you know, it's it's TV level <laughs> stuff at sometimes, and you know, you're like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, you have to kind of get adjusted to the quality of Right. Yeah, but once you get there, it, it gets good. The story's fine. Let's just say the story's fine. The story's absolutely fine. Yeah. I have to apologize for the background chewing noises. I don't know if I mentioned or not, but I also adopted a new dog who is currently going to town on his chew toy, so I apologize if you hear that chewing noise in the background. I, I think he's living up to his name. He's he's Drax the Destroyer. He's right? Drax yes. the Destroyer. And yes, yes, oh my goodness. <laughs> there's hardly a day I come home when there's not something that has exploded. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yesterday I came home to like tissues, a tissue box that he had completely chewed up and shredded all over the floor. No. A couple of days prior to that, it was like copy paper days before that it was my shoes no he's a a chewer no that's just not cool at all (sighs) see and he has like 20 toys but of course shoes are way more interesting right well they smell Mm-hmm. And so I would also was, recommend deer not my shoes. My shoes smell amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, sure. <laughs> what was that, Frankie? I would recommend deer antlers. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually might have a few like deer antlers over here that you could abscond with that my husband's not using for his projects. So just let me know. Anyway, sorry. Side note. Um, oh, no. <laughs> side note. All right, well, should we try to talk a little bit about Star Wars news that we have heard in the last bit? Yeah, that's what this podcast is all about. Okay, wonderful. Okay. So, first bit of news is you both owe me dinner. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Or drinks. Okay, but hold on, hold on. I think we do need to wait so we can tally up all the back and forth until after the movie's out. Oh, we're going to have a lot of side bets then. Yeah, I think we probably are going to have some side bets. And so I think we need to keep a running tally of these things and maybe we can crown a a king or a queen of predictions. Oh, Um, well, I'll lose at that one. But (laughs) you might not. Was that I predicted that we would see Carrie Fisher and she is on the docket. So 
let's 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 look at the uh, casting announcement. I've got it pulled yeah. up. Um, right. And so if anyone has not heard it, um, this came out late July. I was chomping it a bit to do a podcast, but it just didn't work out. We had so much else going on. Um, and the casting announcement reads, Star Wars Episode Nine will begin filming at London's Pinewood Studios on August 1st, 2018. J.J. Abrams returns to direct the final installment of the Skywalker Saga. Abrams co-wrote the screenplay with Chris Terrio. Returning cast members include Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Lupita Nyong'o, Damal Gleason, Carolyn Mary Tran, Eunice Satomo, I'm so sorry I said that wrong, and Billy Lord. Joining the cast of nine are Naomi Ackie, Richard E. Grant, and Carrie Russell, who will be joined by veteran Star Wars actors Mark Hamill, Anthony Daniels, and Billy D. Williams, who will reprise his role as Landau Calrissian. The role of Leia Organa will once again be played by Carrie Fisher using previously unreleased footage shot for Star Wars The Force Awakens. We desperately loved Carrie Fisher, says Abrams, finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the Skywalker saga without her eluded us. We were never going to recast or use a CG character with the support and blessing uh, from her daughter, Billy. We have found a way to honor Carrie's legacy and role as Leia in episode nine by using unseen footage we shot together in episode seven. Composer John Williams, etc., etc., will return, um, produced by JJ, da 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 da, on down the line. Um, so I apologize for all that. Uh, although it says, uh, it does mention Victoria Mahoney as the second unit director, and if I'm not mistaken, she is the first woman of color to be directing any Star Wars movie, which I think is a step forward for star wars as a franchise so um melissa you obviously want to talk about carrie fisher thing first um i just uh, always jump straight to the good stuff right 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 Um, because i would have been like okay well let's do this and talk about this for a little bit no melissa (laughs) wants to uh claim her crown (laughs) <laughs> and I will walk back on my prediction that they are going to kill Leia in the meantime. But when we get to the Poe comic, I actually have a defense on that. Well, um, I don't know that I never said that they weren't going to kill her. I just said that they weren't going to kill her right away. Like we wouldn't come into episode nine and she would be dead. Like we would have some sort of story, although I have no idea what to expect now that we know that they're going to be using, um, unseen footage from episode seven on that i do have thoughts on that um so yeah i'm curious about that and i'm curious about your opinions on that okay frankie what do you think oh i i my head's all around you know around this i don't know what do i think how are they going to use the footage i don't know because it seemed like she was more in a military military role at the beginning in episode seven you know she's kind of coordinating all this stuff so, that seems like the footage that's what they're going to have to use. Okay. So, is there going to be a battle? Yeah. Is that how they're going to... No. You don't think? No. I mean, well, you read the novelization. Yeah. There was There was footage, or there was a whole scene with her talking to Corsella, sending her back to Hosnian Prime to get help against the First Order, so they could use that footage where she's directing someone to go out and try to get allies against the First Order. You've yeah. also got um, unused footage with the scenes she shot with Han, talking about Ben and how she 
wants him back. I mean, because there, that, that was, that was, there was an extended scene for that. And yeah. so there is stuff to use. And in the end, if you remember that last shot of her in that pretty blue dress, which the, was the best thing she wore in that whole movie, um, she's waving off the Millennium Falcon as Ray and Chewie are leaving. And conceivably, she could be waving off the Millennium Falcon again. I mean, I think the goal here was to get her to be present in the movie as opposed to, you know, a main character. And really, you know, she was only in The Last Jedi for, what, five minutes or so? I mean, if you put her in this one for five minutes or so, she's still in it. And I think that's fine. I kind of wonder if they're not going to have potentially... Um someone from the First Order kill her and that wind up being Kylo Ren's redemption impetus where he really, that that's just it. I, I, I could see potentially maybe that happening. But I'm not going to, I'm not willing to place a side bet on that with the information I have at hand at this point. I'm just offering it up as a potential. Um, because as we know from The Last Jedi... He cannot kill his mother. And and we know from the last Jedi novelization that if he had realized that his wingmen were right, that they were going to fire, he thought to himself, if he'd realized that was happening, he would have stopped them. He would have frozen those blasts before they got to the bridge. So this is not a man who wanted his mother dead in The Last Jedi. So I could see potentially... Hux taking advantage and killing Leia and that being the beginning of the end for Ben with the First Order. But that's just, you know, I, I think there's potential there. Um, I really do. And they can digitally change her outfit. I don't think that's really a problem if they digitally change the clothes she's wearing. As long as they don't digitally change her. Yeah. How are you going to react? Both of you, this is both of you. How are you guys going to react when you see her? Oh, tears. Um, right. It's like part of me buried her. So, yeah. So, how are you guys going to react when you see Carrie Fisher, who's. Uh, it's going to be sad, but also, I don't know. I guess I'm just going to have to wait and see, like, if they do her justice um, to see how I'll feel about it. You know, I think I will be fine unless she dies if she dies on screen there will be tears um or however they do it you know if she's in a ship um if if she's in a ship and it goes down i think it'll really upset me so yeah do you think um, they do you think they will kill her on kill her then I'm not willing to place a side bet on that yet. <laughs> you just, you just hold this whole thing your own, Melissa. You're just like, that's it. I'm not going to bet anymore. No, 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 no. I will eventually <laughs> place a side bet on that. I'm just not ready to do it right now. Oh, you're not ready. A year, right now. yeah. I'm not ready to okay. do it a year and a half out. I'll do it, you know, closer to six months out. Okay. But I, I will at some point. Trust me, I will have a prediction on that. I just don't have a prediction tonight on it. Um, but I think I will. I will have an opinion because I always have an opinion. It's just how I roll. <laughs> really? You always have to I do. Uh, yep. Yep, yep, yep. This I is what we love about you, Sally. Okay, yeah, because neither of you are opinionated, my fellow Geminis. Really? 
<laughs> really? Yeah, I, that's cute. That's really cute for y'all to be like, oh, you're the one with opinions. <laughs> Hello, pot. Meet kettle. <laughs> oh, uh, both of you. Both. Look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Both of yeah. you. Look in the mirrors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right. Me, the only one with opinions. So, yeah. Well, what do you think, Frankie? I mean, are are you willing to place a bet on her dying on screen, or, or are you going to hold off for a little bit? Well, I've already been wrong once. <laughs> right? <laughs> I've already been wrong once. She's going to die in the intern. She's going to die in the intern, right? Um, okay, to it. be fair, to be fair, the little bit that I've seen in the Poe comic she does make that comment that she thinks that she'll be luminescent sooner than they would like. So I think, I think that there was, there, there were legitimate reasons to think maybe they would, and it would be a lot less complicated, you know, to, to take her out of the equation. But the thing is, if you don't take her out, then you can save her for other media. She can have another book um, she can be in another comic. She can do other things. Where, obviously, you know, animation or whatever. She doesn't have to be there in presence. I mean, she her character does not have to die. That's all. Because she was never the voice actress for this stuff. So, her character doesn't have to die if they don't kill her in the movies. So, anyway. All right. So, have we said what we need to say about Carrie Fisher? I, I, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't. My goodness, Strax. Yeah, he's he's something else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So there's not that much. That kind of remind me. Do you remember the movie Turner? As we talked about movies, Turner and Hooch. Remember how yes. Hooch would shake his head? And that the spit would go me. everywhere. <laughs> that sound kind of reminded me of Hooch shaking. He doesn't have like a lot of slobber, thank goodness. But he is super hyper, and yeah, I'll have to take some pictures and post it on absolutely page because he's adorable and i'm in love no matter how destructive he is he's super cute and super sweet he cuddles really well anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um i don't I, do y'all want to add anything about daisy adam john oscar dom hall kelly well we're going to get to kelly Marie tran uh chewy or billy lord I, I don't think there's a whole lot to say there i mean we expected those people back right well we saw some picture we saw a leaked photo yeah with we're chewy gonna yeah we're gonna get yep. there it's it's on the dock all right uh, all right you you and you let me keep in line i gotta yeah, follow um, the rules <laughs> <laughs> you get me all out of whack. Um, so, but is there anything that you wanted to say about the casting of them? I mean, I don't think there are any surprises there. I did want to ask about Lupita's Richard character. Grant, what do you think? I mean, well, tell us okay. what you think Grant's going to do. Oh, sorry. You said, you asked me, and then you started, kept talking. But I, but I was asking about before we got to him. Oh, I was sorry. asking about Maz, Lupita's character, Maz Kanata. Or wh- how big of a role do you think she will have in this movie? I mean, is it going to be a glorified cameo, or is she going to have a role? Um, because we don't have the mother figure like we would want in Carrie Fisher anymore. So does Maz step up to the plate? Because we don't even really have a father figure either. Um, And so Maz is not a Jedi, but she knows the Force. So 
is Maz going to stand in as a larger character rather than, as I said, glorified cameo? I I'd be okay with that. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'd be okay with that. I'm not mad at it. Frankie, yeah. what do you think? I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I mean, I enjoy her character. I, I, you know, in my mind, she feels more of a Yoda esque. Okay. Type character. Yeah. So and I'm not sure. See, Yoda doesn't mean anything to Ray, so I can't see him appearing to Ray. Who Yoda? Yeah, yeah. Yoda has uh, has no connection to Ray. Yeah, so I feel like if we see, I think if if she's going to have a Yoda figure, it's either going to have to be Luke, and she doesn't really like Luke for obvious reasons. And then then there's potentially Moz, but Moz knows the Force. So I'm, I'm just throwing this out there, like trying to get some yeah, idea no, I, what y'all are thinking. Yeah, I think she'll be in, like I said, um, but... You know, and that's just it because they, they, there was a scene that you talked about it before about how Maz, you know, uses the force to stop that wall from falling. Mm-hmm. That wall from falling. Um, and she said, "I'm no Jedi, but I know the force." And we know, we know that you don't have to be a Jedi to use the force. Hello, Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Uh, Hello, no, yeah, Broom Boy. Yeah, because I mean, it's. Completely, I mean, it's big. There's, you know, there's lots of people who may have, you know, they get to have the force, but they were never identified by the Jedi and brought into the temple, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, so absolutely, she could be force, she could have the force, be able to use the force, and just not be a Jedi. Okay. Um, so, are you hopeful for a bigger role for her? I'm kind of hopeful for a bigger role for Moz, but, um, I'm, it's not a hill I'm going to die on. Uh, Melissa, what are you, are you hopeful or are you just kind of okay with it? I really don't care either way. I mean, I like Maz and all, don't get me wrong, but she's not a character that I'm super invested in, so yeah, I would be okay with it. Okay. It wouldn't hurt my feelings. Yeah, all right, gotcha. All right, so moving on to the new cast, um, because I don't really think there's much to say about uh, our others. Uh, Naomi Aki, and I have not seen anything with Naomi Naomi Aki in it. Um and she is in her mid-twenties or so. Um, and they, of course, have not told us anything about the character that she's going to play. So, um, Melissa, do you know what she's been in? Oh, I don't think ass. she's been in much. I think she's only been in just a few things here and there. Lady Macbeth? Yep, yeah, Lady Macbeth. Uh, the five. See, I didn't see that. Doctor Who. Um, she She's, was in a previous Star Wars episode. Which one? Uh, I don't know for sure. Yeah. Do you think she'll have a British accent since she's a British actress? Um, I think Richard E. Grant will probably have a british accent but you know what i i will i'll go ahead and say it i don't know who richard e grant is although every british person that i have heard say anything about this has known exactly who he is i've got no clue who richard e grant is and i just from what i've heard he's you know got the standard british accent he's done a lot of british tv and he's often a villain 
And I kind of wonder, given the British accent, and he makes me think he could potentially be, he could potentially be um, a resistance officer in the vein of Captain Kennedy, you know, an old Imperial officer who just has no Fs left to give, you know. Let me retract that previous Star Wars episode. This is actually the Star Wars episode nine. I just couldn't see that in the stuff that I was looking at. So, nope, this will be her first appearance. That's what I thought. Um, yeah. yeah. Sorry. That's okay. All right, so what do y'all think? Anything, any thoughts about these characters? Well, Are you, you know, excited they're... about any of them? Well, when I first saw his name mentioned, I looked at his face and I was like, oh, he could be Thrawn. But then, like, two days later, he's not thrown. I'm like, man! Okay, let me ask you this very, very serious question. You have said it yourself. You consume a lot of Star Wars. And you've also said that the books are candy. How much time would this two-and-a-half-hour movie have to invest to give a backstory to a 90-plus-year-old Thrawn? He's an alien, so it's not like he's that. I mean, his aging could be different. Look at Maz. That doesn't. Okay, fine. He's 90 plus. You know, look how okay, old Chewie is. Okay, fine. Fine. Um, Who cares if he's 90? I think, they, I think here's, here's a, they could present it in a way that it would be candy for me and other people wouldn't care, just like Hux, right? Nobody has any background on Hux. They don't know that his dad, nobody who's watching the movies know that his dad was, you know, from the, from the, um, from the aftermath series, right? It can be set up the same way. That Brendel Hux was a child abuser and had a child out of wedlock. They don't need to know that. You don't think? They can just know that Armitage Hux is a jerk. Okay. That's, that's it. And they could do. They could do Thrawn the same way. It would be, you I, know, like I said, I, it'd be great for me. I think Thrawn would lose a lot if you don't have the backstory of the Chiss and you don't understand. I th I think that would be harder. That, I think that would be kind of hard sledding. That's all I'm saying. Um, so I I don't I don't I didn't look at his character and think, wow, he'd be a great throne. I just kind of uh, I don't know. I just assume not see throne in the saga films, but it is what it you is. You don't like you don't like the books either. I had a hard time with that first throne book. <laughs> Like, I think I got three quarters of the way through and I was like, you know what? I, I'm good. I, yeah, I know who Thrawn is now. And it just was not my jam. And, and that's something that I think is going to come up in a few minutes, that not everything is for everyone. So, um, and I'm actually okay with that, that not every bit of Star Wars content is for everyone. So, anyway. Um, what about, okay, so... Is anyone... Okay, no, wait. Carrie Russell. Frankie, you had a theory about Carrie Russell's character. I had a theory about Carrie Russell's character because of Maria Jade, who came also from a book. Mara Jade, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mara Jade, yeah. Um, well, Luke would have left the order for her, right? Okay. Um, and had babies. Right. Right, right. So you thought or no longer think what about 
Carrie well, Russell's what is, character. So when you look at Carrie Russell's character, her the code the code name was was Mara, right? Right, and okay, and I, so, I don't so put if, a lot of and, weight in that, but I mean, like, cause you're right, because they could be doing it just to mess with people like me, <laughs> right? I mean, absolutely. Why wouldn't you do that? They could troll. Um, they could totally be trolling you. Yeah. So, but I mean, it was it was interesting to me because why? I mean, because if you're going to just choo- randomly choose a name, if they're not trolling me, a she's either 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 is Marjade, B they're trolling me. The, the least likely thing is it's just a random. Oh, we just randomly chose that name. I think that's the most likely thing. But no, no, that's no, not. But, true. I no, think they're trolling. They know. They know. You know. They know the canon. They know the books as yeah, well. Yeah, I think they're trolling you. I do. I Which think is, they're trolling you. <laughs> because but it's not just me. They're not just trolling me. I'm not the only. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, the they they did they did not pick Frankie out of a lineup and say let's just troll him. No, but <laughs> they are trolling. I think they are trolling fans that have the same background that you do. I think it's highly unlikely that they would choose to use a code name for that character who's actually her name. Do you do you follow what I'm saying there? I I yeah. I, I would not I think that that's probably the the least likely scenario that they would actually use the character's real name in in the advert. Um and this person, for those of you who don't know, Mara Jade was a dark side user, the Emperor's Hand. And stop me where I'm wrong, right? Am I wrong? Okay. Uh, she was uh, worked for the Emperor, and she was tasked with going and killing Luke Skywalker. And rather than killing Luke Skywalker, she and the last great hope of the light side fell in love, got married, and had babies. I wonder what could that possibly happen? No, no, not dark side and light side together. Working no, that can't possibly be right. Am I wrong? Where where did I go wrong with that assessment? <laughs> I'm asking. Did I go wrong with that assessment of the situation? No. <laughs> Frankie's not talking anymore, Melissa. What yeah, neither am I. <laughs> I'm waiting to be told that it's, I'm it's... wrong. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. I mean, this, I, just saying this stuff happens. Yeah, it happens in fairy tales and in real life. And well, I'm I don't even I'm not even talking about real life. I'm saying it happens in Star Wars. It does happen in Star Wars. Have, have you guys seen any of the thing, bits that maybe this next movie is going to be so long they're actually going to have to split it into two? I have heard that. Um, and I have also heard people say, oh, they're going to make this into five movies rather than f- three. I have heard, but I have heard several times. And I don't read a lot of Reddit, but I sometimes like people direct me to Reddit and I'll read specific posts. And that has been a rumor going around for a while that they're going to split this into two, but that's not something I've heard super recently and not from what I would say are credible sources. And when I say credible, not from, not from JJ Abrams or Lucasfilm. I have not heard it from those kind of credible sources and I'm not going to buy it unless I hear it from them. It just seems, I mean, and like part of me, it, it seems to be a lot to wrap up. I don't think it was any more to wrap up than Jedi Return of the Jedi had to wrap up from from The Empire Strikes Back. 
I mean, you you are a big one, Frankie, for saying that The Last Jedi was a mess, but but when you look at The Empire Strikes Back, it was a massive undertaking, and it was, I mean, I think they had equally as much to wrap up in that movie, and they pulled it off, so I don't know why they couldn't pull it off it's now. Possible. It's, it's possible. Um, I don't know. I mean, you're right. They can definitely pull it off. You can definitely pull it off. I guess, and there's a part of me who wants it. You know, who just wants that one more. Oh, well, see, that's the thing. I'm a Star Wars fan. Give me all the Star Wars. Right? Yeah. Be, give me all the Star Wars. If they want to make a an episode 10, I'm there for it. I will give you the money, you know? I will absolutely give you all my money to go see this, this episode 10 in the theater. I don't have a problem with it. But until I hear it from Lucasfilm, I'm not going to think that there's going to be an episode 10 for another 10, 15 years. I think that's going to be way down the road. So that's, but I mean, again, I'm not going to, uh, I'll use a phrase I used earlier, not a hill. I'm going to die on it at this point. Gotcha. <laughs> so, um, okay, let's move along. Billy D Williams. Uh, wait, wait. Yeah. We'll talk about Billy D. We just started. You opened it. Yeah, I was going to say something about Mark Hamill, but Billy D. Williams, what kind of what size role do you think we're going to see from Billy D. Williams? Was that a pun? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. there was a, there was a note that came out that, that, that they have him on a special diet. Oh no! <laughs> well, you know they did you that. Said to what Car- size role is Billy D. Williams? Yeah, but no, that wasn't. But you know they did that to Mark Hamill and they did that to Carrie Fisher. They made them both drop 35 pounds before they could be in the movie. At least. So, so yeah. But, no, that wasn't intended to be a... I meant, like, how much screen time is he going to have? How old is he? He is, I want to say, in his 80s at this point. Wow, really? I think I, so. He's that's amazing. Well, Eastwood was, is, you know, his movie's still... Like he is just gruff and hard and old, and it's still fun to watch Clint Eastwood. So maybe he's still got his chops, right? His acting chops on him like that. So maybe I think it depends on how well he he performs. Yeah, I don't think we'll see a huge role. Yeah. So um, I know a lot of people were like, "Well, he's going to have to explain why he didn't come when Leia called," but I don't really have a problem with that. Like potentially, like where is Bespin? Like, I need to pull out my, you know, Art of the Last Jedi or whatever, or my encyclopedia, and look to see where Bespin is as opposed to um, Crate. But, you know, even if he got it, I mean, this is not a, this is not something that happened over three weeks. This is something that happened over a day, you know? So, if, if he got her distress a, signal, he wouldn't have gotten there in time. Too. He's not a warlord. Right? He's not a war. Billy D. Williams then printed Bustman in Cloud City. That wasn't like, that wasn't mining. Right. They're just gathering the gas. I mean, so, I mean, he had some ships. I mean, she, right. that's like, you know, he, she needs worlds to move against. She needs to move the Senate. So, I don't think that Billy D. falls into that category. He's more of just a business owner versus, you know, he's not this governor of a sector or anything well like he's that. the he's the administrator of that facility um because if you read last shot he it's very clear that he 
Billy, or excuse me, Lando Calrissian basically made all the droids in the galaxy. So, you know, I mean, he has a lot of... I was going to make an unintentional pun, and so I'm going to skip that. Um, so he can pull a lot of, of strings, I would think, but... Um, I, I don't think it's going to be a lot of heavy lifting to say that he just couldn't get there in time to help her. Like maybe he responded and the Millennium Falcon heads, maybe the Millennium Falcon heads to Cloud City for refueling and help and all that stuff and to, to sort of send out, but I don't know, is that addressed in the Poe comics? Are we going to get there? I don't know. It's not, it hasn't been addressed in the Poe comics yet. Like, the Poe comics right now are talking about, you know, the Black Squadron are kind of bounced around to different uh, worlds. And okay. All right, we'll nothing's, get to it. going well. Okay, so Mark Hamill, is he going to be a Force Ghost, or is he going to be in flashbacks? I say Force Ghost. Frankie? Force Ghost. Force Ghost. Yeah, I mean, I really feel like they kind of gave that to us on a silver platter when he looked at, at Ben and said, I'll see you around, kid. I think it's really clear that he's going to be back to, at the very least, talk to Ben. Do you think he has anything else to say to Ray? Or have they have they done their thing? I think it was our one more lesson. What do you think, Melissa? Hmm. Is he going to talk more to Ray or Ben? I think he's going to talk more to Ben. What do you think he's going to say? It's going to be more about Ben. I really don't know, but I think this is, I think you're probably right. This is going to be the redemption arc and he's going to help pull that out somehow. Mm. I think he's going to be the, like the sarcastic snarky force ghost. Yeah, maybe. Mm. <laughs> like it'll almost be comedic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think it will be I comedic. I can see that. Yeah. Um, How's that dark side working out for you? Yeah. <laughs> Got some good friends. All right. <laughs> Those marshmallows on that lightsaber of yours? Yeah, you know, things like that. Um, I think... I mean, I, I can see him certainly being a snarky kind of force ghost, but at the same time, I kind of think that he... I think he has things that he needs to offer Ben. I do. Yeah. And, um, I think there are things that Ben's going to need to hear, um, that Luke didn't do in real life, um, you know, when he was alive. And yeah, I, I kind of feel like this was such a betrayal. What Luke did was such a betrayal of Ben, not because he didn't love Luke, but because he did love Luke. That's why it was such a betrayal. You know what I mean? Like, if you're, I don't know, if, yeah. It, it, it would hurt a lot more, right? It, it hurts more when someone that you love betrays you than when, you know, the bully down the street kicks you in the butt. You expect it from the bully down the street. You don't expect right. it from your best friend. And that's usually where it comes from. So, you know, that's, I, th I think we need to understand that this is, like, a really torn apart family. And... And I think Ben is as, I mean, he is certainly a participant in his downfall, but I really do think that there's more to it than just Ben being a jerk. Um, I think it's pretty clear there's a lot more to it than that. So, 
just my opinion okay so I think we can move on from that um, I did want to make one note about um, an omission from this um, announcement and that is no Gwendolyn Christie no Gwendolyn Christie. So. Yeah. Apparently you, no Phasma. You like that, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, sure. I do. Because I Yeah, well, I mean, production just started. So who just knows? Just started. There's rights. There's rewrites. There's re... Yeah. That doesn't affect me yet. Okay. There's a possibility that we might see her. I'm not going to give up hope yet. Yeah. But um, mm. despite that... We will see her um, in the new anime. Is it anime or just animation series? It's technically anime. Why is that? That doesn't look anime to me. Does that look like it anime? It doesn't. It doesn't look anime. But um, from everything I've been reading, it's considered anime. Yeah, everything I said. Yeah, one of the comments was ood. Somebody said anime is cool, so Disney decided to make an anime cartoon. Yeah. Mm, it looks more like not Scooby Doo, but it doesn't look looks like, like G Force. It does not look like it does not look like anime to me. But okay, um, the, we're of course talking about the Resistance trailer, and that dropped on YouTube. Um, Melissa, what were you, what are you thinking about this art style? Well, I like the art style, and I'm not typically a big fan of anime, so that's why, you know, I kind of agree with you. It doesn't really look like traditional Japanese anime. Maybe they're just throwing that term around loosely. I really don't know. Um, I really want to find out a little bit more about the artist, um, and I was going to try to do some research about that before we signed on tonight, but I didn't get around to it. Um, I know it's created by Dave Filoni, who directed mm -hmm. Clone Wars, um, he is basically in charge of most of Star Wars animation. And um, just so, you know, there's another podcast out there who, they're called Sky Talkers. And they are big fans of animation. And one thing that they say all the time is, for the future of Star Wars, look to animation. And look to the animation department. And I think if we pay attention to the animation department, we'll see some really interesting things. And uh, Dave Filoni is also, yes, he is bringing back Clone Wars. He was in with Rebels. He's in with Resistance. And so, yeah, um, I think I think we need to pay attention. If we want to know where Star Wars is going, I think we need to pay attention to the animation department, even if we're not big animation fans. So, anyway. I, I, how's this? I'm a bigger fan of the animation, the anime style for Resistance than I am Clone Wars. That makes that maybe just that shows my age, because you know, Resistance looks more like a cartoon to me. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know. You know yeah. Clone Wars, you know, trying to look too much like real life. So. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I agree. Oh, well, here's the thing that's this is this is my concern, and this is to me the elephant in the room. When you look at that first trailer on uh on youtube there's something like eleven thousand likes and that's great but there are ninety seven thousand dislikes and you know what who's watching youtube 
and clicking like or dislike? Is it the target audience for this or is it a bunch of adults who are ticked that this isn't geared for them? Because this is not written for us. This is not a cartoon that is designed for us. This is a cartoon designed for our kids. Well, I would think that most people searching for that on YouTube are fans of the cartoon style. Right. My, but, kids, my kids like it. My kids are excited. Okay. But that's my point. Kids will like this. And that's who their target audience is. This is a cartoon for kids. This is not for us. It's kind of like Forces of Destiny. Not everything is for everyone. And so people were furious about Forces of Destiny. Oh, that seems like really young and stupid and da 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 Well, guess what? This is Star Wars for my six-year-old and my five-year-old. This is not Star Wars for my 40-plus-year-old self. I mean, it's not. And, and that's just frustrating to me. That and, and the people that are clicking dislike are not the target audience for this trailer. They're not the target audience. I mean, or at least in my opinion, they're not the target audience. Feel free to disagree with me. But uh, the Star Wars fandom is the most... Anyway, I just won't even say it. <laughs> it's just a little frustrating. I think it looks really cute. Um, well, apparently the it was influenced by his grandfather's experience in World War II, so I think it's definitely going to have some adult content. But it's not made but for best, us. But if you think about it, the best the best cartoons do have some of both. Yeah, I think they so. Do. If you watch Old Bugs Bunny, there's stuff in there for the adults. There's stuff in there for the kids. Oh, absolutely. Um, but it was primarily designed for us to watch on Saturday morning. Yes. And the stuff that they threw in there for our parents was the stuff that our parents could sit on the couch and kind of snicker behind their hands and not have to explain to us. Exactly. So I'm not saying that they're not going to include adult experiences, but what I'm saying is it's geared for kids. It's not geared for us. And I get so, like, frustrated with this idea that all of Star Wars has to be for all of us. Because it's not. Okay. I just had a thought. It just hit me right. What if Grant is Bubba Fat? Okay. Because I've heard, I've, I've read some things as we know, talk about different things. What, you know, about Bubba Fat may make a, a reappearance too. Does Bubba. Has he made it out of the Starlight? In Legends? No, it's canon. In what, what form? I mean, uh, like where, where in the new stuff did he make it out of the Sarlacc pit? Is what I'm asking you. Oh, give me a second. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I can't think of it off the top of my head. That's another thing. I'm not particularly interested in Bubba Fett. Well, guess what? That's okay because Frankie's interested in Bubba Fett. That doesn't mean I crap on him for liking Bubba Fett. Or me for liking Phasma. <laughs> but no, I mean, but you know what? I really, I mean, at this point, I respond to Phasma that way because I know it's just a thing. But I don't, ha I mean, I'm not angry at you. We can still be friends because I don't, just because I don't like Phasma doesn't mean we can't still be friends. You well, know? that's good to know. <laughs> I mean, 
Just saying. <laughs> so what and do I, we know about this main character? What do you, Kazuto Ziano? I don't even know how to pronounce that. Do you know, know anything about him? I know Like nothing. his backstory or anything? I know nothing. I just watched the Resistance trailer a couple times and thought, oh, this looks cute. I could probably pick this up and understand what they're saying pretty quickly. I didn't worry about it. I just thought it looked cute and I thought, oh, my girls might like this. You know? Okay. I, I, I just... I, <laughs> that's all I thought. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be one of the, like the, you know... Just That's what I thought. <laughs> Alright, well... Prepare to indoctrinate your children. Oh, that's already well underway. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. So, while Frankie is still... So, I, I found it. So, it says um, that it, he does survive according to Disney canon. Uh, Star Wars, and it's basically... you got to remember the, the crazy thing, which I'm not a, a participant. Like, I read the Star Wars Battlefront books. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Battlefront video games are also canon yeah i know that so yep so so it says in here the trailer for the the the, the star wars universe that there's an image of a screenshot of the battle of Jakku. that there's a so disney goes on lucasfilm materials are officially canon it would be that debate star wars universe now we have waited for 30 years it looks like he's back he's, he survives based on the Battle of Jakku. There's some kind of Battlefront video game. He's in that. It's okay. Gonna be... I'm going to ask about age. Okay. He's 10 years old in Attack of the Clones, correct? Yep. And he ages he's normally. Age. He's roughly the same age as Han Solo. Okay. So he would be 70. Just like Han Solo. I didn't say he'd be dead. Just that Grant guy could play 70 year old. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Well, one more thing um, that I wanted to touch on, um, and I think most people are aware that Kelly Marie Tran had an Instagram account, and over the summer she deleted it, and there was some discussion about why she had deleted her Instagram account, and so on and so forth, and the actress did not comment for some time and the first time she spoke out publicly about it was in an op-ed for the New York Times that was published in August of this year um, looks like August 21st and I linked this to y'all um, and the title of it is I won't be marginalized by online harassment I asked y'all to read this what do y'all think uh, I'm just, I'm so fed up with it all. I'm, I'm just speechless. About just that she was harassed online? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Don't people have anything better to do? Mm. Okay. Frankie? It's, it's, you know, sadly, you know, you can focus on the neg negative side of humanity. Uh, it's just, stability is dead. I mean, she has an Instagram account. She's inviting you into her life. But that's that doesn't mean she's inviting you to comment on every aspect of her life. Right? She is, she is giving you 
just an opportunity to say it, to, 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 to know her better. Because, you know, we're all interested in the characters. We love the characters. We like to know them as people. Like, we, t- we, we don't say, we say, like, we, we use Carrie Fisher's name interchangeably, right? These are, so, for people just to, to, to viciously attack, you don't have the right, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it goes back to what your grandmother taught you, your grandmother, the parents taught you. If you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say anything. Mm. If you don't like, you don't like, just unfollow her. You don't have to watch her account. Mm-hmm. She has done you a kindness by allowing you to come into her life on her Instagram account. You know, there you go. She could have a pri- she could have a private account. She doesn't have to let you there. She doesn't have to let you into her life. But she is she has allowed you in and shown you a kindness. And, and instead of you know just being grateful for that kindness, you you just decide you want to destroy somebody. And that's just not how we should be as people. Um. So I feel I feel you know horrible that she has made to feel so bad. It's just you know it's not it's not a good reflection on humanity. Um, I, I feel bad that she had to go through that, and I wish people would realize you know what you know if you if you don't like something, don't follow it, don't look at it. You don't move have along. To, I don't have to know your opinion on every everything. She doesn't have to know your opinion on everything. Well, it's like voting with your dollars. Vote with your follows. Unfollow. Yeah. Yeah, move unfollow. along. Move along. Exactly. Well, I mean, apparently, I don't even have an Instagram, so I can't like comment on what she posted. From what I understand, she always posted some very, you know, happy, positive, like, oh, yeah. this is wonderful, da 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 da, kind of stuff. And from, you know, the the premiere and the interviews I've seen with her, she's always been an incredibly positive person. Mm-hmm. She seems like some someone that you'd love to be around uh to be friends with and i can't imagine why people would feel as though they were entitled to say unspeakably racist things to her and i i wish i didn't have to agree that civility was dead um but unfortunately i think in the last few years civility has become in shorter supply than one would ever hope and that's very very disappointing just as an american in general um because you know we're supposed to be better than that and and apparently we're not so that's a problem for me um and and i will not ever understand why there were people saying oh well we don't know why she deleted her account it could be anything and it's like really um no, it's not just anything. She deleted that account in response to months of online harassment, calling her racist names and making terrible comments about her face, her figure, anything. And and it's just, it's just wrong. It's Period. Wrong. It's just wrong. And I really have a problem that that is accepted behavior from any segment of society in the United States. We are better than that and and you know what the fact that i mean the fact that a fandom of a movie franchise had the gall to treat an actress that way just you know i mean you know what if you didn't like the last jedi talk to ryan johnson he responds occasionally on twitter you know what i mean don't don't be a jerk to i don't think you should be a jerk to ryan johnson either i mean i think you just vote with your dollars and don't buy the last jedi on dvd or don't watch it 
But, you know, I'll vote with my dollars and I will watch The Last Jedi again and again and again and again. So, it is what it is. So, anyway, I, I'm, I'm just really saddened that, you know, we've kind of lost a really bright light on social media because people are horrible sometimes. And, and I, I just, I'm horrified by that. So, I wish I had something like, I don't know uplifting I could say but there's nothing it, it's just painful so anyway alright um, is there anything else we want to say about that no I mean no. It, it, it ties in though with the other you know your, your dislikes it, it, it's the, is, is the Star Wars fandom in a bad place with the resist think about it, if you think about the resistance comments like mm-hmm and maybe we're just in a bad place. I mean, I don't feel like I'm in a bad place, but, you know. Well, you know what? I wonder, I think, I'm trying to remember where I read. Someone wrote an article or or maybe even just been a tweet or something. People don't have a real good concept of how long it takes to make these movies, to make animation, all that stuff. And so... Um, because they don't have a concept of it, they think that they can actually influence it if they complain loud enough or whatever. And when, in actuality, you buckle in, it's already done, right? And, you know, I, yeah, you can do rewrite, but that's not the norm <laughs> to refilm and reshoot and all that stuff. And the to refilm or reshoot in response to fan criticisms to me I don't I'm not sure they're going to do that very much um but I wonder if people don't think and I'm trying to remember who wrote this article or this tweet even um I I wonder if people don't think that they can influence the outcome when in actuality there's no influencing it I mean the um the cameras were rolling for episode eight before episode seven hit the theaters any backlash chit chat on the internet about episode seven had precisely zero impact on episode eight so i'm not sure that like i i personally think that colin trevorrow was fired long before long before they announced that he was fired you know, I think they had an idea of who was going to film episode nine way before they told us. But I could be wrong. So, Melissa, what are you what are you thinking about just specifically the state of the fandom? Um, I mean. There's all kinds and all fandoms, right? But um, it's torn, and I know that you have opinions about why it's torn. Um, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure that yeah, that is uh, okay. So I guess maybe we should just go ahead and dive into that. It's something that we haven't really talked about. Are you ready to talk about that? I mean, um, I can. I don't think. I don't know that Frankie's ever heard my opinion on this. I mean, he's heard okay. saying a lot of things, but I don't know he's ever heard well, of this. Well, it really got me thinking about a side conversation that we had outside of the podcast the other night. Um, 
And so I started looking into like, what are the female characters that I related to during my childhood? Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and let you state your opinion because I don't think it's my place. I don't think it's my place to state your opinion. Okay. So what prompted this was somebody posted in a Facebook group about, um, Disney ruining the franchise and blah, 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 blah. And my response to that was, I don't think that this particular person was, I don't, I don't think this person kind of knows how to watch Star Wars anymore. And, you know, growing up, you and I, when we watched movies, if it was an action film, most of the time, not all the time, most of the time, the the lead character was a male and we had to learn to relate to these male characters even though we were female we had to learn to relate to these male characters and you know if you looked at star wars for instance you had one one woman to look look at right and that was princess leia because frankly mon mothma doesn't show up until return of the jedi so you've got princess leia in in star wars and she's the one that you can look at to be your you know your heroine right she's the one you can relate to because she's the only female and so you have to find a way as a female you find a way to relate to luke skywalker and or han solo guys don't have that same thing how many superhero movies have come out even ones that have flopped that have had male leads how many how many action films that we as females have enjoyed have had male leads think about the pressure that was on wonder woman as a film to succeed because if it didn't succeed then the response would have been oh well superhero women leads just don't sell movies well that's not freaking fair you know we will know that women have arrived as action heroes when wonder woman can flop and they still go out and make another one do you see what i'm saying it's really frustrating as a female to hear that kind of criticism about you know star wars because i'm looking at it and for the first time we've got a legit female lead like she is absolutely ray is the protagonist of this story and the backlash against this story from a lot of not just male fans but from a lot of male fans has been severe and you know what you don't have to like a film that's fine you don't have to like a film but i'm having i'm having a lot of trouble with it and i really kind of feel like it there's some low-key misogyny at work here and sometimes it's high-key misogyny at work but i don't know that men in general have ever had to watch films like women have had to watch films and relate to the hero because I think men have a whole lot tougher time relating to female heroes or female protagonists than women do to males. So, you know, that's painting a really broad brush on the male of the species, but there it is. Okay, that being said, I think now Frankie... (laughs) <laughs> we need your male voice here what do you have to say about that and uh, you know 
Sally has to love you regardless of whether or not you disagree with her. So go. I, I, I don't disagree. I think that's a, a legitimate complaint. Um, like in the original series, I, I think I, you know, I've said it before. I most identified with Han Solo. Um, how's this? It's, it's one of those things, especially as a child growing up. I never, I never gave it conscious thought. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Why would you? I read Captain America. I read X Men. You know, I read. Because all my heroes were males. All my mm-hmm. comic heroes, all my, all, they were males, and I didn't have to look for a female lead because I just happened to be born this way. So I also didn't think, oh, why aren't they? You know, because I was a child, and I also didn't think, you know, why aren't they given this? Now, when Daisy Ridley being a main character. I don't know. I don't think I'm some kind of renaissance man. It didn't bother me that she's the lead. It didn't bother me at all. I'm like, okay, she's the lead. Whatever. Go, Frankie. So, well, so yeah. It's not so necessarily like, about bothering, though. I think it's just. But like, like I, I would like like this. Like, I wouldn't even say like because to me, we'll call it a su- a, a, su- a you know a subconscious backlash more than they realize. Like, like they just have a a chauvinistic s- style built in. Um, I could I could see that, right? They want they want what they had as a child. Mm-hmm. They want what they had as a child, and you know it was Luke Skywalker as a child. Okay. And you know, and are some people and I and I'll say this like I would say it's more I would yeah I would hope not hope I don't know if I hope is the right word I don't know how to say this like maybe it's it's a subconscious backlash against it. You're right. Superhero movies typically are. Males. Well, they I are. Don't know. It's 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 horrible. I mean, because there's some great. You know, I was excited the Harley Quinn movie. I was like, I was excited about that. You know, I think they could make Poison Ivy and Batman. I think they could make her like going after Monsanto and like really mess with Batman's head. Right, I think they could do a lot of cool things. Um, hopefully, the world's just changing, and it does. The world evolves. I mean, think about. But I think that I'm just saying that I think that a lot of the folks that are having trouble with that change are having trouble because that these superheroes don't look like who they're accustomed to superheroes being, and they're having a really hard time relating to those superheroes because they're female, not male, and so they're reacting badly. And they react badly to, you know, Rose Tico, you know, and, and well, I agree. I agree. I, I, mean, I, I don't I, know that I agree. And I, I can't disagree that we've had a lot more male leads than we've had female leads. But it really like that comment that, you know, the conversation that we were having the other night made me like really look back at my childhood. OK, what what female leads did I have to look up to? during the 80s and so forth. And there were a lot when I really I started one. thinking about it. I had one. Name one? Who? I, no, I said I had one. Who did you have? Wonder Woman. Okay. But did you watch a lot of Saturday morning cartoons? I couldn't. Not where I lived. Okay. They, well. They didn't have that in that part of the country. Okay. It. Well, there was. I mean, we She-Ra. had a satellite and all that stuff, but I didn't. She-Ra? She-Ra there was, was she there was Firestar from Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. I've never there was heard RC. of that person. 
from the Transformers. Don't there was Jim and the Holograms. Don't oh. know who that is. Um, there was Lady J and Scarlet in G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah, that's yep. right. Don't know who there that is. There was Tila from He-Man. Okay, all of these. Chitara from Thundercats. I mean, there were a okay, lot of really bad. Okay, great. Saturday morning mm-hmm. cartoons. What mm-hmm. about the movies? Well, what about the blockbuster movies with the action superhero women? Tell me how many you saw of what those. Was the, what was the female Tarzan's name? How many movies did you go watch when you were a kid? Like, yeah. I didn't watch a lot of movies when I was a kid, but that. Well, I went. I didn't go to a those movie were until the role 1983. That I so. looked up to. Right, but whenever. but uh, again, I'm talking saying, about. I'm talking about. I'm not even just talking okay. about when it's, it's you're. Really, Think about Halloween costumes. And that's yeah. the best way to put it. Put it in this. Who could you dress up like? Wonder Woman. Who could you dress up? What? Who could you dress up? Because that's where your Halloween costumes. Wonder came. Woman. You were Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. You were Dorothy. You were um, Raggedy Ann. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Who are you? you know, I mean, a witch. Yeah. Yeah, Is it- and, and, and that's what and that comes to, and, and that made me think about it because I just bought all my boys their Halloween costumes. Yeah. You know, I have Black Panther, Star, I have Black Panther, Spider Man, and Iron Man. Well, you have a point there, as far as marketing is concerned, and as as who they played to. It was the people that were making the money, and that's you know, times are shifting now. Women are making the money, and the marketers are yeah, okay. Yes. And that's exactly what I'm saying, though. Women are a huge market share, yes. But what I'm saying is there are a lot of people out there who don't know how to watch those movies with female heroines because they don't know what to do with them because they've never done it before. They haven't had that chance and they've never had to figure out how to relate to female superheroes. And, and, you know, it's not, it's just, they haven't. So I think that there are going to be a lot of people that can't do it. That's all I'm saying. And and I I did not intend to delve into that conversation. By the way, so. I think it's a great thing. I think it's great because. But one of the things I also say is this: you know, people like to complain now. God, yes. Right, people like to complain now, and so if they're a little bit perturbed, people like to complain. People like to troll other people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all this game to them. So like me, you know, I haven't gone. Because let's say, because I, I think it's great that Daisy Ridley's doing this, and I love her character, but I'm not going to the websites and typing, "Oh, she's doing such a great job." I'm just doing nothing because I'm happy. But people who are just slightly perturbed are, are out there always hammering, "Oh, I'm going to go," you know, they're so mad, they're motivated to do something. So I think I think the anger motivation is playing a factor here, like. I would say that there probably still is more people like me, but we're just quiet, quiet, we're quiet, and I'm not. That's there's no excuse. Sally, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not as loud just... as Drax. Okay. <laughs> so no, I was. I'm just being quiet. I'm just being quiet about. It, all right. I mean, like, I found it horrible, but like, I never commented on on on. on on her web, in her Instagram account, I just, I, I would look at her pictures because I don't read the comments either. Mm. I don't read the comments. 
All right. I don't comment on people's stuff. I look, oh, nice picture, blah, 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 move on. Okay, well, I think we have beat this dead horse enough. Um, we did have a couple more things that we were going to talk about. We can save those for later. Um, we have been at this for an hour and 15 minutes, y'all. So, yeah. Um, is there anything that you want to talk about before we head out this evening? No, I think... Man, can December 2019 just hurry up and get here? Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just so ready for this uh, film. Yeah. Well, um, I am too. I am too. All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. Next time out, we're going to do a Battlestar Galactica podcast. So if you've got yes. any questions yes. or topics that you want to yes. hear us to discuss, we'd love to hear from you. You can find the podcast or email the podcast at saywinpodcast at gmail.com and um, you can also find us on Facebook at Say when Podcast. I am Sally, no I'm not Sally, I am Palmetta Blue on Twitter and Palmetta's Desk on WordPress. Uh, where can folks find you Frankie? I am now Goonyfet on yeah, both Instagram <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Uh Goonie okay. G, like the Goonie movie, Goonies. Yes. yes. And Melissa, where can they find you? Paxi Babe, P-A-K-S-Y-B-A-B-E, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all the social medias. Wonderful. I do want to thank everybody for listening. And if you get the chance, we would really appreciate a five-star review on iTunes. It really does help us out. Um, as always, I will sign off saying, may the force be with you. Melissa? Uh, Truth and Justice. And Frankie? I've got one now. It's uh, always carry a towel. Outstanding. Bye, y'all. Bye. Have a good one.